morning, gentlemen, welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summerton Community Kailo of Summerton, Philadelphia, continuing with our uh, special Tammuz Tavshin Pei Gimel Netzach Yisrael series over here. That's the Maharal's, Maharal's treatment, explanation, and insights into Golos, the concept of Golos. We're uh, here in Perik Aleph. Page Yud in the standard edition of the Maral, the left-hand column, about one-third of the way down. The Maral has explained to us thus far three basic points about what Golis is, and he is um, sharing those points with us based on one fundamental foundational idea. And that fundamental foundational idea is to understand, Golis is really to understand Geula, and the purpose of dwelling on what Gaulus is, is to be able to understand Geula. As the Maral mentioned several times already, that they are the uh, they are the antitheses of one another, the opposites of one another. And although we can't really understand Geula, we don't have any frame of reference for it, none of us has seen it yet, we haven't been there yet, we don't know what that means to have the Shechina, to have Mashiach, but you can understand something by dwelling on its opposite. And when I know what the opposite is, what, what, what it means to lack Geula, what it means to be bereft to be missing the gula now i understand what the gula is gula is it gives me an outline in which i now can understand gula so gullus is that outline gullus is what we're lacking gullus is is what it looks like when kleisel is plunged into a state of 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 things are wrong things are off things are amiss and that allows me to understand gula and there were three basic points the Maral uh established kleisel in gullus as we said we are we are um not in our homeland, not in our home turf, not in our home turf being run and being governed the way it's supposed to be governed, so that means we're not operating at optimal capacity. Our output is only a fraction of what it's supposed to be because we're not in our homeland, we're not in our in our uh, Daladamas being run, again, by, by uh, in, in, in the Eretz HaKadosh being run Alpi Kedush of Tahara. we don't have that unfortunately. So we understand that Geula means that we are back where we're supposed to be. Each person, each tachas gafnei, each tachas te'enosa, everybody is, and they're Dalad Amis, they're chelik, directed by, by Mashiach Tzidkenu, according to Tarn Mitzvahs, that we're fully activated. The second aspect of Gaulus is the Kleisel has been dismembered, we've been chopped up into lots of pieces, parts. Each of us represents a different organ, a different, a different limb, a different appendage of a greater organism, that's what Kleisel is, and and just like as, as a human body, there's only so much that an appendage can do on, on its own when it's been dismembered, and only much a thumb can do, a thumb can only do so much when it's not connected to the hand, finger can only do so much when it's not connected to the hand, the hand can only do so much when it doesn't have its fingers connected to it, so too, that's Kleisel and Gullus. Gullus is we're chopped up, we're Mufuzer and Mufayrod, we're scattered, dismembered, and, and what, what can an organism do exactly? What can a nose do already when it's separated from the head? What can nostrils do when they're separated from the nose? Not very much, but this is Klayistrol in the state of Gaulus. And again, Gula is to reassemble the whole body. And imagine you have organism that can do everything it can do, all that it's supposed to do in, 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 in the most optimal sense. And the final aspect of Gaulus is that we are not leading the world. We're not paving the way. We're not shedding the light and showing the light to Gans, the Gansa the, the Velt, the Gansa Bria. We're not the leaders that we're supposed to be. Klayistrol is supposed to we're supposed to be the lighthouse, we're supposed to be that beacon of truth and MS, and Golis is the opposite of that. Golis is when we're suppressed, we're subjugated, 
and we don't have that ability, and, and, and the whole world suffers now. The whole world suffers, and again, so Gaul is the opposite of that. We saw also very, very chashev, the Maharal pointed out that when he read this back into a medrash, he found source for this in the medrash, a beautiful, very profound idea. That not only is this, this idea that from the Gaulus you understand the Gaulah has a surface meaning and a much deeper meaning. From the Gaulus you understand the Gaulah because the Gaulus is the opposite of Gaulah. So to, to understand Gaulah, you dwell on Gaulus. The exile shows what the redemption must be because the, one is the opposite of the other. But more than that, the Gaulus proves that there has to be Gaulah. Gaulus is Mechai of a Gula. The, the existence of Kleisel in the state of exile necessarily means there's got to be a gula. There's got to be a redemption. There's got to be a redemption because being that the world was created for a purpose to come full circle and Kleisel, we have the 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 uh, the starring role in bringing the world to its destiny. We're the ones that are the leaders. We're the ones that have to be doing it. We're indispensable. We're indispensable to this world and to its destiny. Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't create a world for it not to reach its destiny. Hakadosh Baruch Hu creates things according to a plan, and that plan has to be fulfilled. If we're in a state that right now, if that state would be perpetuated, the world would never reach its destiny, that means by by necessity that we're going to get out of Gaulus. We're going to get out of Gaulus. We have to get out of Gaulus. Gaulus proves that there has to be a Gaula, which is a, such a profound, amazing concept. If you think about it, Gaulus proves to us that there's got to be a Gaula. Because Gaulus is Kleisra in the non-ideal state, which means the universe in the non-ideal state. <coughs> the Yibayishim is not going to allow it to remain in a non-ideal state. Kaddish Baruch didn't create a world for it to remain at half-mast, non-ideal. So the fact that we see Kleisel and Gaulus is final proof and firm proof and necessary proof that going, there, there is going to be a Gula. Okay, very Gishmak. Even though this Gaulus has gone on and on and on and on and on. And even Yaakov Avinu, when he, when he saw, you know, that Nevoah, the, the Medrash says, by the, <coughs> the Sulam, he saw the Malachim, Oilam Yardam boy, he saw rungs for each Gaulus. He saw the rungs... For for Gaulus Mitzrayim, the wrongs for Gaulus Babel, the wrongs for Gaulus Paras and Madai, and the years the exile of Babylon was going to last, and the Persia Media one, in, in Greek, and he saw the going up and coming back down, and he saw the rungs, the Malachim that were going up the ladder for the the, the Gaulus of Edom, the Gaulus of the Roman Gaulus, which were currently in the Gaulus from the Second Temple, and the Medrash says, and the Medrash is Medrash is uh, written fifteen hundred years ago probably. It says the Yaakovina saw the Malachim that are in charge of Gaulus, Edom, the modern day Gaulus, the current Gaulus going up and up and up and up and up and up and up. Yaakovina is waiting for them to come down. And they just keep ascending these rungs. And Yaakovina despairingly says to Rebbein Shalom, get him down, pull him down there. Stop, stop him ready. He's going too far up the ladder, too high up the ladder. So even Yaakovina got, got, got unsettled when he saw how high the final Malachim were climbing that ladder. And this, again, this is a medrash that goes back more than a thousand years, and we understand all, all the more so nowadays why Yaakovino indeed despaired from the, uh, the, 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 that ascent that the final Malachim were making up the ladder for the final Gaulus, because we're still in Gaulus almost 2,000 years after the Churvim Baishani. We're still in Gaulus. His Malach was going up quite, quite a lot of rungs there, almost 2,000 rungs. Yet, the Maral is telling us, no matter how long the Gaulus is, no matter how despairing Kleisrael may become, the Gaulus means there has to be a Gula. There's got to be a Gula. Regardless of the length of Gaulus, regardless of how long we seem to be stuck over here, Gaulus, by definition, means there's got to be a Gula, because Gaulus is a non-ideal state. Gaulus is a state in which the world is never going to achieve its destiny, and the Rebunshim created a world for it to achieve its destiny, 
And the Golis itself shows us that. Yes, this Golis may be a long Golis, maybe a Shver Golis, maybe a dark Golis, maybe a very dark Golis. Yet, from the Golis, we understand that there's got to be Gula. Okay, so this, two, this idea is twofold. The Golis shows us what the Gula is, and the existence of the Golis shows us there's got to be an existence of Gula. On that note, let's continue over here. Now, the Maral is going to do something fascinating. He's going to play around with a couple of words. We're Mamish one third of the way down. Page Yud on the left hand column. The Chozet Tavan Kiloshin Gola Vigoal, that the Maral does something that is out of character. We have words that are that are large type words over here. We see we don't find that generally in the Sefer Maral. The publishers did it presumably because the Maral, in his manuscript, in his original edition, he made these words bigger. He drew attention to these words. Says the Maral. What are the Shayrashim for the word of exile and the word for redemption in Lashna Kaidush? Gala is the Shayrash for exile. Gaal is the word for redemption. Exile and redemption are almost the same exact word. Every Shayrash in Lashna Kaidush generally is, consists of three letters. We have a three letter Shayrash. Two of the three letters are the same exact letters from exile to redemption Gala and Gaal. Gimel and Lamed. Gimel and Lamed. The only thing that changes is, is it an Aleph or is it a Hey? What's the third letter? An Aleph or a Hey? So the Maral says that's not by coincidence. Let's see. Kiloshin Gala Vigoal Oisius Shnehem Shavais. The letters that we use to write Gala and the letters that we use to write Goal are identical, almost identical. Rak Shabaloshin Goal Nirmaz Boy, and not only not only they have two out of three letters the same, and we know. That the Ikra part of the Shirish is, is, is the two letters are the Ikra one, but the, that, that hey, we know a lot of times a hey, hey is a letter that can drop from Shirashim, Gola, the hey, Vayogel. When the Torah talks about putting something to Gola, so a lot of times it says it without the hey at the end, the hey gets dropped. Aleph also, even Aleph in the middle, yes, can sometimes be dropped under certain, certain circumstances and certain conditions. Say so hey and Aleph are letters that can be dropped hey, many, many times at the end of a word is dropped. And once in a while also we find Alephs that are dropped. We do find Alephs that are dropped. Meirish is Shana at Shana, right? That's written without the Alephs. Again, Chazal trying to make trashes when that happens. But you do find that that's not the only place you find that an Aleph can sometimes be dropped even in the middle. Um, so they're nearly identical, these two words, even though they mean two opposites. They mean two opposites. Where the Maral's going with this is, is going to back up what he's saying, that they may be opposites, but there is a intrinsic relationship between the two. So first of all, they're nearly identical words because they're two sides of one whole, two sides of one coin, two halves of one idea. Gola, the Golas, means there's got to be a Geula. Golas allows us to understand the Geula. Golas and Geula are intertwined, they go hand in hand. One is the opposite of the other and one paves the way for the other, one necessitates the other. Why then do we have this discrepancy? Why is one with an aleph and one with a hay? And why is Geula the one that's with an aleph and Gaulus is the one with a hay? Well, listen to what the Maral is going to do over here. Some fascinating, fascinating explorations into the structure of the words. He's going to throw some heavy mysticism and maybe some, some layman's Kabbalah at our way. So Goal, the word that means redemption, is written with the aleph, says the Maral, why? Because that's showing us that, 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 that what Geula is all about. Geula, the word for Geula has to have the Aleph and not the Hey. Because what's Geula all about? Geula is undoing the Golas. And to undo the Golas, we have to, what? Redeem Klai Yisrael from Dalad Ruchas Oilam. We have to bring us back to our homeland, our home turf, from all the lands of the nations that we were, we were expatriated to. 
and we have to reunite the the dismemberment, the rending asunder of Kalei so that we would sp- split up, spread out. And there's two things that happen. A, just time we're geographically not where we're supposed to be, geopolitically not where we're supposed to be. That's one aspect of Gullahs. And we're also chopped up into pieces. Pizur. We're scattered. The Aleph is there to show us that Gullahs is what? About, uh, I'm sorry, the Geula, redemption, is, is um, about undoing that. Reuniting Kalei Yisrael, reassembling Kalei Yisrael, and restoring Kalei Yisrael to where we're supposed to be. V'chol achtos ba'olam hu when we have union and reunion, when we have unification, that is an idea as well of something returning to the center, <coughs> returning to the center point, the epicenter, the merkaz, right? That, that bullseye, that is reunion when everything that is there around the rim and the periphery um, at the edges has been brought back into the middle. So the geula, redemption, reuniting, is an idea that has to do with bringing everything back into the center. Um, you have like a circle, a great circle, a sphere, a globe, you have the center and you have the the rim, the edges, the outer part of the sphere and the inner part of the sphere, the outer part of the circle, the inner part of the circle. So that represents the the two extremes of being scattered, being dispersed, being broken up and split up, and being unified, being reunited. The center is always everything coming back to the core, coming back to its center, coming back to unification. The edges are always going to be indicative of something being split up. And 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 the morale is going to show us that in the word go'al, you have a concept of Kleisro's reunion being brought back from everywhere that we've been scattered to, being reassembled from being disassembled, and being brought back to that center. Says the Ma'aral, Ulekach, Ha'alif, we see this duality, two ideas in, for the price of one in the word Go'al. The Aleph, Go'al, what's the difference in Go'al and Go'la, redemption and exile, they're separated from one another from the, the Aleph. The Aleph makes all the difference in it being exile as opposed to redemption as opposed to exile. The Aleph is what transforms it from exile to redemption. And not only it's the Aleph, the Aleph is in the middle of the word. Aleph, which represents reunion and unification and reassembling and restoring, is in the middle of the word. In other words, we see two aspects at once in what makes Goal different than Gala and the critical difference in how Goal is spelled versus Gala, redemption versus exile. Those two aspects are A, it's the letter Aleph that makes the difference, and B, the placement of the letter Aleph. The letter Aleph shows us that Geula is all about undoing what happened with Gaulus, and Geula is all about reassembling Kleisol, bringing all those components back into one unit, one whole, one organism. All the digits, the limbs, the organs, and the appendages have been snapped back into place. We have been restored to our homeland. That's an idea of unification and reunification. That's represented by the letter Aleph. That's why it's an Aleph. Why is that represented by the letter Aleph? Because it's one. Excellent, exactly. Aleph is one. Aleph is the Rosh. Aleph is the beginning of the Aleph phase. Aleph is one. And only one. It's indivisible, undividable. And it is everything becoming reunited, restored, 
into becoming a oneness, a oneness. Everything being brought back to a center. And and um, the letter Alf also, the Maral is not going to talk about that over here, but the letter Alf also, you see that in the Tzura Sa'is. The Tzura Sa'is is the idea of not just the oneness. Now, there's a two ideas that you can have in, in something, in unification. One is oneness, and one is a, a deeper, there's something called like oneness, a singularity. That's like a pinpoint to something that's one and only one. But the Aleph goes, goes beyond that. It's not just about the oneness, it's about oneifying things. R- uniting, not just a unit, but uniting. The ability, the property to unite. Everybody understand the difference? You can have a pinprick that shows me, oh, this is one and only one indivisible singularity, dimensionless, no breadth, no depth, no height, nothing. That would be a pinprick, but an aleph is not a pinprick, because an aleph is not just about one and, 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 and something that's indivisible, it's about things becoming one, uniting, and that's why the Tura Sa'is of the aleph is, you do have four directions, but they're all brought back into one center. The, the arms and the legs of the aleph are kind of pulling back into the center of the aleph, and that's how the aleph shows us that it's not just about oneness, it's about oneifying things, oneifying things, uniting, bringing things back into the center. And Aleph, obviously, as Elon's pointing at, is one, the gematria is one, the beginning of the Aleph base is one, it, it, it's, the, it's a, a basic integer, it, it can't be broken down into any other integers, excuse me, doesn't have any divisors, doesn't have any prime factors, right? It's unique in that way. Nothing is, what's one, one the, the only divisor that one has is one. You go beyond one and, and suddenly two has two and one and three has three and one and four suddenly has a lot. Beyond that, you start to get all kinds of other numbers over there. Um, every other number greater than one has more than one divisor. One is indivisible, is, is only one. That's the idea of a unit. And the Tzura Sa'is, if we think about it, is the idea of pulling in from all the directions, pulling back into, into that Echod, that Achdos. So that's the fact that, that it's the Aleph that makes the critical difference between Gaul and Gaulus redemption and exile. The Aleph makes that critical difference because the Aleph represents oneifying things, one is unifying <laughs> and a unit. And it's in the middle of the word, Ga'al, Gimel, Aleph, Lamet, to represent this idea that Achdos is about being drawn back into the middle, drawn back into the center. We're not in the periphery anymore. We're not there at the outer rim. We're not the, at the edges. We're brought back into the center, and that's how things become one. Wow, this is, this is deep stuff over here. So this is Gaal and what separates Gaal from Gaulus. The Gimel and the Lamed are the same. The critical difference is the Aleph and the fact that the Aleph is in the middle. Now, what about Gaulus? The fact that Gaulus, Gaula, the charge of the word Gaulus, exile, spelled almost identical, but it has the hey. Let's see. Abel. Gaulahu, the hey. We're talking about exile versus redemption, Gaulus versus Geula. That's spelled with a hey. Shehu Pizur. Gaulus is about Kleisol being scattered. Gaulus is about Kleisol being broken up. Gaulus is about Kleisol being all over the place, being dismembered, being displaced, not being on our homeland. Vahabizuhu bedalad ruchais, becholak kitzvais, vegam beemsa. Pizur, by definition, when we're scattered, we're everywhere, including the middle. We're in, including the middle also. We're, 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 we're in such chaos that we're, we're, we're spread all over the place, including the middle. You know, it can also be in Eretz Yisrael and Gaulus as well. 
And as we mentioned, and we mentioned that again this morning, alluded to it this morning, Gaulus doesn't mean we we, we can't have any Yidin in Eretz Yisrael. Fakir, Gaulus means Kleisen is in such a state of chaos that Gaulus exists, exists even in Eretz Yisrael. Gaulus exists even when we find Yidin at the center of where we're supposed to be as well. That's Gaulus, because Gaulus means Kleisen is in a chaotic state. We're not united, we're not assembled, and we're certainly not being governed and led and run according to Torah and Mitzvahs, according to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's plan for Klai Yisrael and plan for the universe, unfortunately. So a very interesting insight from, from the Maral. Gaulus means not only we're scattered everywhere to all four directions, we're also still in the middle. Gaulus is we're everywhere. That's how chaotic Gaulus is. Shehadavr shehumafuzer humafuzer b'chol ha-shetach Something which is scattered, dispersed, is, is scattered, dispersed everywhere. It's scattered to the four corners. It's scattered to the rims, to the to periphery. It's also scattered in the middle. Even though one could argue, well, whatever's still in the middle is not scattered. Maral says the reason why, even when we're scattered, there's always going to be hidden that remain in the center. And throughout our long, long Gaulus, there are always packets of Yidin that have always been in Eretz Yisrael. Now we're privileged to have many, many more Yidin than we've ever had in Eretz Yisrael. And it certainly is a privilege, we said, you know, uh, even in Gaulus, there's, there's certainly a mile in being in Eretz Yisrael versus being in Chutz Laaretz, um, although it's still Gaulus. Uh, but there have always been packets of Yidin, sometimes large packets, sometimes small packets, shallow packets, deep packets, there's different kinds of packets, right? There was somebody who used to come around Denver Yeshiva, um, who who uh, had very deep packets, and um, and uh, he would come around after mealtime, come around during mealtime, and uh, every Yeshiva has people that hang out in the Yeshivas, right? People that just kind of hang out over there, and um, they used to call them big packets, I think, big packets big packets. He would come in with, 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 with packets that were flat against his pants, and when many times he would, he would leave the dining room with packets that were bulging, bulging with a veritable cornucopia of uh, goodies from the yeshiva dining room. Um, so there's, there's big packets, and there's, uh, there, there, uh, he made it into the perm spiel that year. It wasn't so nice. Listen, I didn't write it. I think I was still in high school at the time. I was in the Sifta. But they had someone playing the, 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 the role. Of um, isn't you know we do these things when we're younger and when we grow up we're adults we have a little bit of charata that you put these people into the place but that guy that fellow made it into the permshpiel that year and they had this guy walking here and there just like wandered across the stage at random times with different things in his packets one of the times he came across this somehow managed to get a, a mattress a mattress in his in his in his uh, packet he walked across the stage with a mattress anyway okay Rabbi said that doesn't have very much to do with the maharal but. Let's return to the Maral over here. And uh, and so there's always been packets of Yidin. Packets of Yidin in Eretz Yisrael, sometimes deep packets, sometimes shallow packets. And Gaulus does mean a scattering everywhere, including across the middle. And the reason why the Hashkacha is that there's always going to be packets of Yidin remaining in the middle is to make it clear that... that um, although... As Yechesko complains, Hakadosh Baruch Hu looks like we have the 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 atzamis yevashus. We look like we're just dried, withered bones. Um, 
of the Sikva Seinu, our, our hope is, has been lost, as Yechezkel says, Rebbe Shalom has a way of, <coughs> of, of making it clear that there's no, yesh tikva la'achriseich, n'um Hashem, there is hope, and, and there, 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 there's always hope, and that hope will be realized, and Golis produces gula, and Maral is, is telling us over here that the reason why the Hashkacha has had it, there's always been remnants of Kala Yisrael. In Eretz Yisrael, even if they couldn't find Minyanim, you know, but we have the records, we have the journals from the Ramban, journals from the, the Bartanura, the Ravadia from Bartanura, that they, they, sometimes they couldn't find them anywhere, but they always found stragglers, they always found Yidden in different places in Eretz Yisrael. And the reason for that is, A, again, because Gullus is chaotic, Klaes will scatter everyone, including the middle, but the Maral just spoke at an interesting idea, the Hashgach ensures that there's always going to be Yidden left in the middle over there to make it clear that there is that nexus, that core, that Shoyosh, which will eventually draw everybody back again. So we're never going to leave the middle completely abandoned. It's never going to be completely abandoned. Um, Klaiso always has this ability to to um, to come back, to reunite, to be reassembled, and and that w- will happen. That necessarily will happen. But to tell us as well, the Gaulus has to produce the Geula. The Gaulus has to produce Geula. So when we're scattered, the scattering has to leave pockets of Eden in the middle because the scattering will produce the, 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 the um, ingathering, the dismemberment will produce the reassemblement, the reassembly. To gather us all back in again and to reassemble Kala Yisrael. That's why Gala and Gal'al, exile and redemption are the same exact letters because one produces the other, one necessitates the other, one proves the other. They're inextricably linked. So Geshmak, such a profound and zis idea. The, the Pizer of the Gaulus, the scattering, is going to lead to the Achtus, the reunification, the united reassembling of the Geula, which is the Aleph, bringing everything back in to the middle, to the center, and bring them all back in, uniting them. Um, hey, and the fact that we have a hey, Bemilas Gala, in the word Gala, exile, Asher hey Moira al she Yisrael, Heim Pizurim Bechol Dal Kitzvah Suba Emtza, the hey shows that the Kleisel is scattered everywhere, all four corners, and in the middle, scattered throughout the middle as well. Bishvil Zen Nishar Behem Achtus Afti Galusen, that shows us, A, what Gaulus is all about. Gaulus is the scattering, and that shows us also, <laughs> it's alluded to, hinted to, in the Gaulus itself, that we're going to come back to the middle. Geula, the Aleph is hinted to in the Hay. Shu be'emtze b'seich arba, hu ma'achid hu ma'kasher pizar arba elav. That there is that element over there that eventually is going to bring us back. So how do you see that in the Hay? The Hay, you see scattering, you see the four corners, and you see the pintala that's still in the middle. And that's obviously from the Hay. The Hay, the... the um, Vertical and the horizontal member of the hay, that's the four corners. That's basically, um, to put it in these terms, it's, um, you know, XY coordinates. It's an XY graph. You have, if you have vertical and you have horizontal, that is that, that gives you four directions. You go uh, both directions this way, both directions that way. You have length and breadth. That's what the hay is. That's the four corners over there. Note, it's not like the Aleph where you have four corners but everything's drawn back into the middle. The Aleph, you have 
like four legs that all come back to join the hook up in the middle. You don't have that with the with, with the, 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 the horizontal, the vertical members of the hay. They're just reaching out. They're not drawing anything back in. They're not hooking anything back in. And then you have the leg of the hay that represents the merkaz. That's the pintola. The fact that you have a center that's, so to speak, within within that that uh, graph. It's within the the horizontal and the vertical. And it's also a pintola. It represents the center. Represents the center, and it represents the idea that two ideas really: a that Gaulus is scattering Kleist everywhere, including the center. But b the center always exists. There's always going to be a holdout, a shirish, that pintel of Kleist left in the center that will be able to bring everything back in again. So even in the Gaulus, in the Gala, in the word for exile, we have alluded to that there has to be redemption, and this shows us again that Gaulus proves redemption, Gaulus leads to redemption, and Gaulus necessitates redemption. Such beautiful, profound ideas, and and let's just go to the end of the paragraph. Ron, there's a lot to digest, but let's let's before Shabbos, let's make this a wrap and get to the end of this of this kata over here. Um, again, the center has the kayak to bring, draw everything back into the middle. This shows us not only a, that in Gaulus we know that the Gula will come, but in Gaulus we do have a power, a power to unite and reunite even in Gaulus. Even in Gaulus the center is still there. Even in Gaulus the middle is there. Even in Gaulus if Kleiser Lee wants, we can have Achtus. We don't have to say that, you know, Avadnu, Gavanu, of the Sikvasenu. We don't have to say, oh, you know, we're going away from the Sheikh. In the meantime, we're just, we're, 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 we're a lost cause. Even in Gullis, there remains a power, remains a kayach for Kleisel to reunite and reassemble to a certain degree. Even in Gullis, we can have Achtus to a certain degree, and that's why the word Gala has that pintula there in the hay. And as a result, that we have that potential power still to reunite, that was what will allow the Gullis to bring to the Gula. If Kleisel and Gullis would indeed be of the Sikvasenu, if our hopes would be t- completely lost and dashed, then you can't have a yesh me'ayin. Where's it going to come from? How can we reunite and get back together again? When Shiach comes, it wouldn't work. But now that in Gaulus, we always have epis, uh, a, a shirayim, vestiges of this ability to reunite, this ability to reassemble, to have achtus, so that will be the shirish from which the greater unification, the greater reassembly, the greater reunion will come from when Mashiach arrives and we go from the Gala to the Goal, from the Hay to the Aleph, because it's there already now in potential form, we can tap into it, we can build off of it, and even if we fail to, the fact that it's there always and it's never completely gone is what is the building blocks for the Geula. Okay, that's a lot to digest. We'll stop over here and have a wonderful Shabbos.